Section 21 of United States Senate Election, Expulsion, and Censure Cases, 1793-1990, by Anne M. Butler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Joanne Turner. Case 19, John M. Niles, 1787-1856, Connecticut. Election Case, Qualifications. April 30, 1844, to May 16, 1844. Issues. Whether the Senate should examine other than the constitutionally mandated qualifications. Chronology. Credentials presented April 30, 1844. Referred to committee April 30, 1844. Committee report May 16, 1844. Senate action. May 16, 1844. Result, seated. Background. John M. Niles, Democrat, Connecticut lawyer and editor, served in the Senate from 1835 to 1839. In 1843, the Connecticut legislature elected Niles to another term in the Senate, but before he could take his seat, a severe mental and physical illness overtook him. He entered a private resort at Utica, New York, for treatment that lasted over a year. Unable to galvanize himself into action on his return, Niles continued to procrastinate about his Senate responsibilities. Finally, in April 1844, Niles' physician advised him that the best road to complete recovery would be to assume his duties in the Senate. Niles then moved into a Washington boarding house and eventually appeared in the Senate on April 30, 1844. John Fairfield, Democrat of Maine, presented the senator-elect's credentials and announced that Niles was in the chamber and ready to take his oath of office. Statement of the Case Before the Connecticut Democrat could take his oath in the Whig-controlled Senate, Spencer Jarnigan, Whig of Tennessee, rose to protest. Jarnigan argued that the Senate could not be ignorant of the circumstances surrounding the long delay in Niles' presentation of his credentials. Rumors circulated in Washington that Niles suffered from complete insanity, politely described in Jarnigan's speech as an, quote, alienation of the mind, unquote. Based on these reports, Jarnigan asked that a committee be appointed to determine whether the senator-elect's afflictions rendered him ineligible to hold his seat. Jarnigan questioned only Niles' mental competency and did not challenge the validity of his credentials. Response of the Senate The resolution, as introduced, asked for a committee to investigate the election returns and qualifications of John Niles, and, quote, his capacity at this time to take the oath, unquote. There followed some uneasy discussion about whether to add the term, quote, mental competency, unquote. Some senators thought that such an inquiry would not only exceed the powers of the Senate, but could set a precedent that might expose future members to a dangerous kind of scrutiny. Others expressed uncertainty about the wisdom of pursuing such a personal medical issue at a time when many members were away from Washington 
attending the Democratic nominating convention in Baltimore. When the Senate decided to adopt the resolution in its original form, with no direct reference to Niles's mental state, the issue moved from the uncomfortable realm of medicine to the safer arena of senatorial qualifications. The committee could define qualifications either as mental ones or as those clearly expressed in the Constitution under age and residence. The senators appointed to the committee that day included Jarnigan. On May 16, 1844, the committee members reported that they found the credentials to be in perfect order. Discussions with Niles had convinced them that, although he had suffered from an extreme illness, the senator-elect was, quote, not of unsound mind in the technical sense, unquote. Agreeing with Niles' physician, the Senate committee recommended a daily dose of Senate business as the best remedy for any lingering malaise. The Senate concurred by voice vote, and John Niles took his oath of office that same day. Conclusion The Senate demonstrated a wise caution in hesitating to undertake a formal medical evaluation of a fellow member. A precedent for investigations into mental competency could have haunted future Senates when any rival would have been free to hurl the charge of insanity at an opponent and members would have been compelled to consider the allegations. Although the committee members did in fact consider the state of Niles' mental and physical health, in meeting with him and incorporating a letter from his physician into their report, the official mandate of the committee referred only to his, quote, capacity, unquote. Thus, the Senate avoided setting what might prove to be a dangerous precedent while establishing its authority to define and interpret the scope of its own procedural power. John Niles served in the Senate until 1849. At the end of his Senate term, he retired to Connecticut, where he devoted himself to horticulture. When he died in 1856 without heirs, he bequeathed his personal library to the Connecticut Historical Society and a large part of his monetary worth to the needy of the city of Hartford. End of Case 19 and of Section 21